behind the request. And if the motive is honourable and God-honouring and within his will, he will answer. So we need to keep asking him for the things that we want to see. The desires of our heart, they're not just good for me, but good for God's world and God's community. And God will give the desires of our hearts. 1 John 5, 14, 15 says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. So asking with the right motives, when we ask him, we will receive what we ask. But we need to ask according to his will. And we need to be more and more and more in tune with God and his will for us. And the more we know the Father, the more we will know his will for us. And then to pray into those situations. We need to have a confidence in God and his faithfulness for his people. And he will respond to our requests. The only problem is, of course, we are an impatient people, aren't we? We want it now. But God doesn't always give us the answer now. As children, did we always receive a yes when we made a request of our parents? I've already told you I'm never going to get anything. Um, but when, <laughs> when you make that request, did we always get a yes? Well, the answer is no. We didn't always get a yes. Even when we got a no the first time, did we stop asking? No. <laughs> we continue to ask. And at some point we recognise that the answer is no. And it is never going to change. But we learn when to, in a way, give up. That the answer to this is no. See, the problem is, we look very blinkeredly at a given situation and we think we know the best for this situation. We think we know the best where God looks at a bigger picture. And in looking at the bigger picture, he can see that if he did this, this is how the knock-on effect would happen. So he's looking at the bigger picture when answering our prayers. And it's only by this constant asking that we get to know and understand our parents' feelings on a subject as children, because we keep asking and they keep responding. We get to know what they think of this situation. So we should be doing the same with God. The more we ask, the more he will answer and we'll get to understand more of him. You see, God wants the best for us. And he wouldn't do anything that would harm us. And so that's good that he sees this bigger picture. So with God, we need to keep on asking in order to get the answer that lines up with his will for us. Not the one that would cause us harm. See, God sees the bigger picture and we need to see it with him. I'm a great believer in a, in a sort of traffic light system. Uh, and I found this uh, on the internet as well, which was good. Um, there is a green light, and, and that is the yes to my request. 
I've made a request and God has answered it the first time. There's an amber which says, not yet, but wait for the answer that you're looking for. And at some point, it will change to green. And then, of course, there's the red light with a no. And that may never, ever become a yes. But we need to be aware that we're, we're working with God and his plan for us because he wants the best for us. And we find this in the passage that we've read in verses 9 to 11. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So we need to ask him. We need to ask him for something. But we need to ask for it in the right way. So yes, we need to persevere uh, in asking, but we also need to do it in a sense of humility, that he is almighty God, and I'm asking him to intervene in a certain situation. And so it needs to come with a certain humility, because it's not our right to have everything that we ask for. And I was reminded of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. They were already, already ahead of me. Veruca Salt, I want it now. Daddy, get it for me. I want it now. Would have we respond if our children had done that to us? Well, we would have responded, but it, it certainly wouldn't have been yes. Uh, uh, so you, you know the film, and, and the dad gets his just desserts as well, um, whichever version you look at. Uh, so we need to ask God with that sense of humility because he will ask and we will receive our request. There's no right to demand of God that we want it and we want it now. So God invites us to ask him for what we need and the desires of our heart, because it's important as the desires of our heart, and we need to ask for it in humility. He's our God and we are his people. And as a loving father, he will respond to us. And having picked on Peter Gregg, I will say he did well. In <laughs> some of the opening sequences, um, you saw the Domino Rally. And I'm sure if you don't, haven't seen the, 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 the videos online, <clears throat> you've seen the Domino Rally. That you knock the first one down, it knocks the second one, and so on and so on and so on and so on. What a great example of persevering. That we ask and it knocks something down. We ask and it knocks something down. We ask and it knocks something down. Eventually, the domino rally comes to an end. Everything is knocked down. What a lovely example of being, you know, persevering in prayer. Secondly, seek and you will find. So seeking is asking with perseverance and now added action. See, it's not always down to God. Sometimes he wants to use us in order to fulfill his will and in order to fulfill what we're praying for. We're his people and he just loves to use us. So we could pray and ask God for a deeper understanding of his word. And he might just go, and you've got it. What's the action? We pick it up. And we read it. 
So we've asked for something. God's going to give it to us, but there's some action that we need to do. We've asked for the better understanding. Okay, now pick up the Bible, and the Holy Spirit will then give you a better understanding um, of the passage. working go away so earlier in the the sermon on the mount jesus tells his people that are listening seek first the kingdom of god and in matthew 6 33 it says but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well and this comes at the end of the passage on do not worry we are a worrying people and we worry at different levels. Uh, so we need to seek God first. And then he will add all these things afterwards. So it's an action on our part to seek God. And then he will respond to us. Seeking can be frustrating. Especially if we don't find what we're looking for the first time. And I don't know about you, whether you have uh, lost something precious and you have spent no end of time looking for it. Did you find it? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. But you spend time looking for it because it's important. There's an act seeking, uh, knocking, uh, and then you will get a response. Let me redo that. That didn't sound right. <laughs> Knocking is asking with perseverance and with action, but also added a response. Because it says the door will be opened to you. Someone else is going to get involved and respond to what we're praying for. So how many of us, when we go to a neighbour or, or someone we know, um, go up to the door and only knock once? Anybody just not once and then don't reply and walk away? No. How many times after that you knock? <laughs> Depends how impatient you are and how serious the situation is that you want that person to open the door. But very rarely will we only knock once. So we're looking for an answer. Um, now, if we're delivering something and we don't get a reply, we'll put it through the letterbox. So that whoever it is gets what um, we came to deliver. But we need to knock more than once. And, and if it's in an emergency, well, we'll probably bang the door as hard as we can. We'll keep ringing the bell if we know somebody is in and they're just not hearing us. It's important. Therefore, we're going to keep knocking. We're going to keep ringing. And we shout through the letterbox, you know, hoping to get an answer. And that's the way we should be in prayer. We shouldn't just knock once. And then, well, it's not been opened, so we'll move on. We need to be a people that constantly knock and persevere in knocking on the door and asking God to open it. Because he's promised us that he's always available to us. He's always listening to us. Psalm 121, he who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Whatever time of day we're knocking on God's door, he will be there. He will listen and he will respond. But again, we're impatient, aren't we? 
Uh, and if we don't get the answer, we give up and don't bother anymore. And I wonder if we look back over our lives, how many times have we knocked different doors? Maybe it is we're looking for a new job and we knock on the door of this one and we get a rejection. Does that stop us? No, we go and knock on another one. We go and knock on another one. But if we feel that this is the right thing for us, that maybe we'll just keep knocking. Maybe not in the job, but you know, we can keep knocking and asking God for all sorts of things. You know, a job, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, for other things that, that we need. We need to keep knocking and he will deliver. So when we've tried and knocked on the door, have we always found that someone opened it? Because God is saying, this is not my will for you in this situation. But sometimes we need to keep on knocking. How many times did people knock on our hearts in trying to share the gospel with us? I don't, I, the answer for me is I don't know how many times God was knocking on the door of my heart. I was a little choir boy uh, at the Church of England Church in Horsell, the one on the hill, for a number of years. And um, all those songs that I've sung, all those readings that I heard, all those sermons that I heard, what was important to me was, and, and, and the youngsters won't understand this, I know that, the half a crown, which was two and six in the old, which is 12 and a half pence in today's money, that I got a per quarter for being a choir boy. <sighs> wow. For a wedding, we were paid handsomely for a wedding, two shillings for a wedding, or 10p for singing at a wedding. The money <laughs> was more important than the words that were being said uh, and sung. I gave up that and joined the boys' brigade. And uh, I joined Woking Baptist Church and got invited to a coffee bar. And I went to the coffee bar and somebody spoke the gospel to me. And the door of my heart was opened and Jesus came in. The best decision I ever made was to give up half a crown and two shillings. <laughs> I give that up to join the boys' brigade and to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Saviour. How many times are we knocking on people's hearts? People in our own family that we keep sharing the gospel with. Do we give up? We should never, ever give up. We need to stand there and knock on the door of their hearts. And sometimes that no will change to a yes. And then there'll be rejoicing in heaven as another one comes to know Jesus Christ. And you'll be rejoicing. Revelation 3.20, and it's Jesus this time. Here I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. That's the gentleness of Jesus. You see, he has the power and the authority not only to knock, but to put his shoulder against the door 
and to barge it open. But he's gentle with us. And he'll keep on knocking on the door of our hearts until we open that door and respond. So we need in the same way to be a people who continue to knock. And I just love that. He stands at the door and knocks. So gentle, in humility, I'm waiting for you to respond. And we need to wait for people to respond to us. We need to wait for God to respond to us when we pray and knock on the door. So in summary, and to finish, in prayer, we need to be a people who keep on keeping on. And I had a colleague at BA who used to say it all the time when someone was talking too much, will you stop keeping on keeping on? I, und I understand what he means, but we need to be a people that do that. Keep on keeping on. Keep on asking, and God will keep on answering. Keep on seeking, and God will keep on being found, and then he will add those things to us. And finally, keep on knocking, and God will open the door to us. In those things that we're praying for, those people that we're praying for, let's persevere in praying, especially because I know it's in my family as well and in a lot of families that our children at once you know, came here uh, and gave their hearts to Christ and now have drifted away. So we need to constantly keep praying for them, keep knocking on the door of their hearts and God will respond. We need a confidence in God that he will respond to us as we pray. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you are a faithful God. That you're faithful not only to your word, but you're faithful to us as your people. And as you delivered the Sermon on the Mount, you told the people to ask, to seek, and to knock. And we need to hear that. And we need to persevere in asking, seeking, and knocking, that we might see your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. So help us as we talk to people, as we pray into different situations. Help us to be in tune with you, that we will ask the things that are in your will and for your glory. Amen. Thank you, Johnny. Um, I always think that testimony that, uh, such as we heard earlier on um, is so helpful because it reinforces the fact that God answers prayer. And, uh, you know, if we're perhaps struggling to believe that, that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just a, another example of, of where he does. So before we, we have our closing song, I just wondered if there was anybody else who wanted to give testimony to answer prayer. I know I've um, sprung this on you, but uh, if there is anybody else, or anybody indeed who is perhaps facing a difficult situation and, and would like prayer, um, anything you'd want to share with us? Yeah? Do, do, do you want to come up, or will somebody bring the mic to you?
Good morning. Um, my name is Locke. I'm with my, here my wife, uh, Genevieve, and my daughter, Lana. We're just visiting today from um, Croydon Vineyard uh, Church. Um, this, this week, um, uh, as part of our home group, our small group, we belong to um, one of our members who suffers from cancer um, this last year. We've been praying for her constantly. Um, and um, I think it's an example of this, us persevering in prayer uh, despite the circumstance. Um, and we had a, 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 I wouldn't say a major breakthrough, but a big, big breakthrough, actually. Um, so uh, in terms of, uh, she has um, colon cancer. And um, the size of the tumor has been reduced significantly. And we've been really praying for that. And um, yeah, just, just the testimony of God's glory and his goodness that he, if we're faithful in prayer, he's faithful to us. He knows what's good for us. He knows what's best for us. And we're just going to carry on praying until this tumor just goes away, shrinks and dies. And the glory will be given to God. We're learning as a small group, as a church, to um, just keep carrying on. I think this the sermon this morning was just spot on, actually. Um, yes, we're on earth. We're, we, have, we have struggles. God says, in this world, we will, we will have trouble. But take heart. I've, I've overcome the world. So I just want to encourage you, whatever situation you're in, good or bad, just keep at it. God hears us. He is faithful. He is just. And um, we will see his glory. And it's by his grace, by his will, he, he will keep helping us in every situation. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mark. Um, is there anybody else? just to encourage you to keep on praying. Um, I have three kids and they've all grown up in the church and know and love the Lord. But my youngest daughter hasn't been coming to church or didn't for many years. And her brother just kept on praying and praying and praying and praying for Bronnie to come to church. And she came here once, but she didn't want to cramp our style as parents. She tried a little church around the corner. She went there and then COVID hit and that was the end. And Andrew just kept praying and praying and praying. And all of a sudden, she found a church that she loved. Her children are really, really happy there. The 15-year-old gave her heart to the Lord. She's passionate about Christ. She's been on youth camps, and she just is so on fire for the Lord. And it's just such a blessing to see. And even the little 10-year-old, he's just asking for a Bible and getting a Bible and wanting to know more and more of the Lord. And Andrew always says, Mom, you just keep praying. You just keep praying. So just to encourage that, we'll now pray for my sister who says she will turn blue in the face before she believes in the Lord. And I've been praying for her for years, but I will persevere. And obviously the answer prayer for Heather, God has done awesome things for her and we will keep on praying. So thank you. It's so uplifting to, to hear what God is doing. So. Lord, we thank you for answer prayer. Thank you for these testimonies and, and many more that could be given, Lord.
We thank you for Locke and his house group and their faithfulness in prayer. And we do ask, Lord, that you would answer the, that prayer for, um, for this, this cancer, Lord, that you would continue to reduce that tumor until it's no longer there. But would you, you keep the, the, the group faithful as, as they have been until now? Keep them faithful in, in prayer. Indeed, keep all of us faithful in prayer for whatever it is we are, we are asking for, for, that we are seeking. Amen. And so I, I think it's God's, God's love for us that is the, you know, the bedrock of, of all this. It's why he, he does what he does, um, why he answers, answers prayer. And uh, yeah, we're, we're going to sing God of Love as our closing song.
good it is to be loved by you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love that underpins everything, that's the motive in, in all that you, you shower upon us, Lord. Just thank you. And would you keep us, um, by the power of your spirit, would you keep us seeking? Would you keep us knocking, keep us asking? But Lord, keep us seeking more of you, um, a greater understanding, a greater closeness, a greater wisdom, a greater knowledge of what your will is for us as we get closer and closer to you, Lord. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. If anybody would would like prayer, then please do stay in the sanctuary. Members of the prayer team will, will be thrilled to pray with you. And uh, otherwise, come into the lounge and join us for tea and, and coffee. So thank you. <laughs>